The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Talking Thursday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Blake. Oh, wait, what was that? What the heck, Kyle? What? It's not just a Talking Thursday. Oh, my gosh, you're right. It's a Say It With Your Chest Thursday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, live from the star in Frisco in the SWBC studios in Frisco, alongside Isaiah Stanback mm. and Chris Beam. Mm, solo dread today. Kyle Yeomans. Solo dreadhead. No two dreadheads. No Patrick Nosey Walker. He will be joining us for our Pick'em segment coming up, and I'm sure he's watching. Oh, he wasn't going to miss that one. He ain't going to miss the Pick'em segment. Mm. He's not going to miss it. But uh, happy holidays, everybody. It's our final show before Christmas. Chris Beam, DJ Beamer in the back, spinning the tracks as we get you ready for the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles coming up on Saturday, 325 kick, and a Christmas Eve that the Cowboys will look to spoil for the city of Philadelphia. Isaiah, how we doing? I'm good, man. I am swell. Yeah? Yeah, how about yourself? Doing good. Uh, had a busy day yesterday, but a good busy day, which yeah, is nice. It's always you, that's good. you get the big bucks, KY. Uh, but it's been fun. Had a press conference with North Texas' head coach. Okay. Then I drove to Stephenville, called a basketball game, drove okay. back. And, oh, by the way, Pro Bowlers were announced. That was freaking awesome. There's it some really, was. really good stories out there, man. And let's talk about the ones in house. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Well, I want to talk about the ones out out, out of the, the outhouse. Out of <laughs> I know. I, as soon as I was starting to kind of form that sentence, I understood what was going on there. Uh, I mean, Washington's video. If you haven't checked it yeah, out yet, the Commanders. I know they're a divisional rival, but th- that's awesome. That it's shows how much the Pro Bowl still means to players, and it really is a cool. Video, Go check it out. Went viral last night. Seven Pro Bowlers for the Dallas Cowboys this season, which is a good number to have. Well, I'll just name them all first, and then we'll talk about it. Zach Martin, his eighth selection on that offensive line, just continuing to be a dude. Demarcus Lawrence, defensive end, his third. Trayvon Diggs, C.D. Lamb, Micah Parsons, all in their second Pro Bowls as really the, the three that are supposed to be the future of this franchise. Then you've got Tony Pollard. At running back, I don't – just the storyline of him and what yeah. he's done for this organization, what he's done over these last three years, and then now into a contract year, he's thrown up a Pro Bowl berth. That is really cool to see. Cut the check. Yeah, exactly. He's earning the, the big bucks now. And then Kevontae Turpin. That's what I'm talking about. You talk about, about a storyline. That's what I'm talking about. You and I were calling the game with the Chargers in SoFi. We didn't know what, what was the future – I mean, he should probably just hire us as professional hype. Where, wherever hype he goes, men. if he's here, if he's somewhere else, he should probably just hire us. I mean, just I mean, because we definitely called that game, and you know, you knew you were watching something special, and you knew that you were watching something that if somebody was going to be selected to the Pro Bowl mm-hmm. as a return man, you have to fear that individual. And I think that the league determined, not just the league, the players, everybody, okay, determining that he is the most dangerous threat mm-hmm. as a return man, kickoff return and punt return. From from where he started in his entire journey, the things he's had to overcome, uh, the storylines he already had coming into this season, 
Man, just, just I couldn't be more happy for the individual. They're, dude, they're playing flag football at the Pro Bowl. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. score 50 yeah, touchdowns. Exactly. He's going to be all over the place. Yeah, exactly. There's no me? way any of those guys going to be able to pull no. one of his flags. Yeah, Straight bad. speed. I mean, he would be the first pick if I had a flag football <laughs> No wonder he's a Pro Bowler. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's the thing about Turpin. I mean, going into that game against the Chargers, you and I were having production meetings. Yep. We were talking about the content that we were laying out there, and one of the storylines was – does Cavante Turpin earn a spot on the roster? Is he is he capable of being on an NFL roster? We're a long ways away from that conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> no longer is it a uh, just an NFL roster. Yeah. It's a Pro Bowl roster, which is really cool. One of the two best in the entire league. Yeah. At what he does. Do you uh, do you agree with that sentiment? Absolutely. Because I, mean, I think you, he's you fear him. You fear you fear you legit fear him and whatever special teams unit is on the field with him. And I guess the recency bias probably has the the muff punt against Houston in the in the back of the mind. Everybody's going to make a mistake. Absolutely. Zach Martin gives up a sack. It happens. Yeah. I mean, people have mistakes. Gavante Turpin is as dangerous as anybody in the league as a as a return man, and we don't talk about it enough. I don't he, think he honestly has played it so safe this year. He's played it so so safe. How is that? Oh, there's so many punt return opportunities that he's had that he's just opted to protect the team first mm-hmm. and. That's the stuff that people don't see. You know, typically people are going to commercials. Nobody's really paying attention to a somebody fair catching. Like nobody cares. But it's if you watch the all twenty two and look at some of the opportunities that he's had, but understanding the situation that he's in, saying, Hey, if I simply just fair catch it right here, I put my team in a good situation as well. That is his maturity, not trying to do too much in so many situations where as a punt returner, your instinct is literally to return everything. Yeah. So he's had to subdue his instinct in order to protect the team a lot of times this year, and I just hold him in a, a high regard. I'm just very happy for him. Kind of in that same light, think about Tony Pollard. I mean, this is a guy who's been, for lack of a better term, stashed away yep. for the last three years. He's been used, sure. He, we've seen his explosiveness. Yeah. But this is finally the season where you're starting to see what Tony can do. Coming out party. And he, he's he been fantastic from the jump. I mean, how cool is it to see him on a Pro Bowl roster next to uh, it, the other two running backs are Saquon Barkley and Miles Sanders. And, I mean, both of those guys are great. Specifically, Saquon's having a phenomenal year. But you can see just how good the, the NFC East division is in terms of running the football. They're solid. And he's electric. I mean, I think he is – he has literally just shocked the entire league in terms of how dangerous he is. I mean, you you just mentioned that the Dallas has utilized him, you know, every so often, you know, in accordance with Zeke. But this year he's been highlighted. And yeah. this year they gave him the keys a little bit more, and you've seen what he's been able to put on display. So many times in the past you've seen him kind of show these flashes. You're like, okay, yeah, he, he has some speed. Okay. if You know, if he gets to the outside, it's a problem. But he's not an every down back. I think he's proven everybody wrong in that regard. And he's proved in a very important year for him financially, mm-hmm. right? And career wise, <laughs> hey, way to freaking go. Way to take advantage of the opportunity that's presented to you because he's, he's definitely uh, due for a payday. And Dallas is going to have to open up that checkbook to keep him here. Think about a guy who has his experience in the NFL, but is as fresh as he is Crazy. in terms of running the football yep. and the, the tread on those tires. Years in the league, They're yeah. not very thin. Nope. They've got a lot of tread left. Now, out of the other five guys, Zach Martin, D Law, Trayvon Diggs, CD. Micah. D-Law, man. Which one sticks out? Is it D-Law? D-Law? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. you talk about D-Law, somebody who had came, who came back this year on a substantial pay cut. Okay. He came back this year knowing that they weren't going to – that he didn't have the opportunity to make the bread that he wanted to make. So he's like, okay, I'll come back. 
all right, I'll take this amount of money because I want to put the team first, and I understand that I didn't come off the most amazing season last year, but I'm going to show you, and I'm going to prove to you that I'm still capable of that. You hear all these talk, all these murmurs of this, this young bull coming in, Michael Parsons comes in and has a, a dominant year, and you kind of get put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. You don't have the year that you were expected to have. You got everybody talk, everybody and their mama talking about this other guy playing across from you. He's getting all the love, and you know you got Dorrance Armstrong getting brand-new contracts. You know, Micah's uh, you know, all over TV, all over the place, and you're just a guy now. You went from being – the guy to just being a guy. Mm. And this was his year to remind everybody, I'm going to go ahead and chop these dreads off, and I'm going to come back brand new, and I'm going to show you guys that I'm I'm still a guy that you got to be concerned about. So kudos to him as well. He, he he didn't talk a lot. He just went out there and showed you. Yeah, and even the stats, I don't think, tell the whole story. No. And and that's been the case throughout D-Law's career is it, the sacks versus pressures argument. Cowboys Nation's had it for years. I've always been on the fact that D-Law does more than sack. Absolutely. I mean, he does more than get in the backfield. He he's does, been a big run stopper this year. He's been huge at stopping the run. He sets the edge. He does such a good job of just being disruptive. Yep. And even after the play is over, guess who's running around the football? Mm-hmm. 90. I mean, if it's 5 or 10 yards down the field, yeah, he's 90's awesome, back there too because yeah. he's playing until the whistle. I, I would have absolutely voted for Demarcus Lawrence in terms of the Pro Bowl. Now, Kind of transitioning over, he's also on the injury report. So mm-hmm. news and notes, what would Rob do? What would Patrick do? Uh, I'll, I'll run the injury report yeah. rundown, I guess, today. Dorrance Armstrong, Noah Brown, Jake Ferguson, J. Ron Kirst, D-Law, all limited mm-hmm. in practice. They were a part of practice yesterday. Micah Parsons and Leighton Vander Esch, both DNPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Leighton with that neck or the pinched nerve in the shoulder. And then Micah Parsons with the illness. So... I don't think there's a whole lot of concern on Micah playing no. this weekend, and even Mike McCarthy echoed that same sentiment. Leighton Van Der Esch probably not going to play this weekend. Nope. I don't think you're going to see 55 out on the field. And then the Philadelphia injury report is just a, a mess because <laughs> they just rested a ton of guys. Absolutely. James Bradbury, A.J. Brown, Fletcher Cox, Landon Dickerson, uh, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Gardner Minshew, who's going to be – Possibly the starting quarterback, uh, but he was a full participant yesterday. Uh, and then Josh Sweat. They were all limited in terms of a resting fashion. So long injury report, but not a lot, whole lot going on there. If you were if the you're Eagles. the Eagles, what would be your approach to this game? I was going to ask you the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not playing Jalen Hurts. Yeah, there's no there's no point. You get the the point is to wrap up the division because even though the the chances are slim, and I was talking about this on a radio call this there's morning. No chance. There's absolutely a chance. Absolutely, I because get it. if you if you let one game slip, all of a sudden that momentum is upended, and maybe these final two games of the, of the season don't go as well as you think. I, I totally understand securing the bag. Yeah, and I understand controlling the controllables. But I, if I'm Philadelphia, I'm not playing Jalen Hurts. Everybody else might play, but I'm not playing Jalen Hurts. I don't think this is a rest game for everybody. Just mm-hmm. to let them chill, just because you seemingly have it. I can in the come bag. in the next two weeks. Absolutely. Once I, you wrap up the number one seed, but I think that you do protect your most important player. Yeah, I can see that if he's dealing with a legitimate injury, yeah, oh, it's, yeah. which it is. Yeah. If it's an AC joint and <laughs> from, it's a shoulder, from what I saw on film, that's a legit. It's injury. a legit injury. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think you do. You 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 set him aside and you say, "Hey, thanks yep. for trying, but let's let's wrap this. Let's try and wrap this thing up now. Yeah. If not, we'll we'll force you back in the future when you've got more time yep. in between." Um, so that is a topic of conversation, I think. And Philadelphia said yesterday they're not ruling out. 
Jalen Hurts playing. Of course not. Is that just gamesmanship? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so Absolutely. too. <laughs> I, if you're if you're looking you have to at prepare that, for both, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, ESPN's on 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 the air and they're saying, "Oh my gosh, Jalen Hurts might play," and no. everybody else is like, "No, no." That's how I know they Probably haven't had an not. AC joint sprain before on your throwing shoulder. Mm. Is that giving you nightmares this week? I feel like every time you talk about it, you've got just, like it, more flashbacks it hurts, going on man. behind you. It freaking hurts. Yeah, like not Jalen hurts, but it hurts. Like <laughs> seriously. So if he does play, whoo, man, hit him, mm-hmm. hit him because it's going to hurt. Oh gosh, Gardner Minshew though, he's going to be interesting. He brings a, a specific skill set, spark plug, man. Yeah, he is. He's got that energy. I, the the video surfaced last time that he started, and they got a win. Um, was was after the game. He was with his dad, and you could see like the the excitement and the passion that oh, yeah. Minshew plays with. Yeah, he's very passionate. He's still got that going into the 2022 season. Now, today we're previewing the Cowboys' offense up against this Philadelphia defense, and you very much so love the front seven of the Philadelphia defense. Yeah. I mean, they are as loaded as anybody. They are the only team in the NFL that has more sacks than the Dallas Cowboys. They get after the quarterback. They get after the football. And they can stop the run because they've got a couple guys in the middle that can clog up holes. What's the biggest thing about this defense? That's the thing about it. Like When you think about the Philadelphia Eagles, at least when I think about the Philadelphia Eagles front seven, specifically their front four, Mm -hmm. I think about their ability to stop the run. I think about your ability to work the ball down the field if they choose to go bend but don't break defense and then them just halting you in the red zone or the black zone because they have the big fellas up front and they can stop your running game. Mm -hmm. And they have cornerbacks that can go up there and press you and, and stay in your hip pocket as well. So this defensive front for me is very dangerous. You talk about the guys that there's some guys we haven't even faced yet. We, we played against those guys uh, against Philadelphia's front seven, obviously, early in the season. But now they have all their goons. Okay, yeah. They have, you know, Fletcher Cox, <laughs> Joseph Linfield, you know, Hargrave, Riddick, Josh Sweat, and Dominican Sue, okay, Graham. See, and all those names mean something. But if you read them off in the depth chart, yeah. that's when it gets really scary for me because it's Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Josh Sweat. That's your, your front offensive line. Oh, by the way, Brandon Graham's up there too. Then you go to the second level. The second off level the bench. of the the depth chart. Off the bench. Absolutely. Okay. Linville Joseph, Jordan Davis, uh, Janarius Robinson, Robert Quinn, who's on IR, but he's listed as the second. Then you go to the third string. Isaiah, and then you've got Milton Williams, and you've got Ndamukong Sue. Uh, they've got dudes they got a up lot of front. Dudes. Yeah. And, and it's the same problem teams have when they face the Cowboys. Because the Cowboys, you look at it, and they've got Chauncey Golston. They've but that, got but that's these the guys thing, at like, the next level. That's the thing. So when you, when you face the Dallas Cowboys, you fear their pass rush. You don't want to have to be in a passing situation against the Dallas Cowboys. Sure. Right? That is the one area where you're like, crap, man. I, we whew, we, <laughs> we got to get the ball out quick. If we have to push it down the field and we just have to take a risk, roll the dice, because they're probably going to get back and hit us in the mouth. Mm-hmm. That's where you fear the Dallas Cowboys. You don't fear the Dallas Cowboys in terms of if you have to run the ball against them. Actually, you welcome it. Yeah, You welcome running the ball against the Dallas Cowboys to date. Sure. Right? Without a Jonathan Hankins, especially. When you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, you just mentioned the stat about them having more sacks. Like you don't, I don't think about them in, in the light of, of sacks. Mm-hmm. I think about them in terms of all the beef that they have up front. If they get down to the goal line, who are they going to put in the, on, on the goal line? They're going to call in Linfield Joseph. They're going to call in Fletcher Cox. They're going to call in Big Big Baby Davis. And they're going to call in Indomitian Sue. Those are the four big nasties that you're going to put on your, on your front line. Oh, and then you have Sweat, Graham, all those other guys as well. That those you guys are pretty in. good, too. Yeah, those guys are pretty good, too. So I think about them in that regard. But then when you start thinking about their ability to then – so that fears you. That, that, that You should be fear, afraid of that. You don't want to run into that brick wall. Mm-hmm. Then you look at the pass rush. 
And you, you have to acknowledge the fact that they have Brandon Graham. You have to acknowledge the fact that they have Reddick, Pro Bowl. You have to acknowledge the fact that they have Sweat. So they are— All three of those guys, by the way, Reddick, Hargrave, and Sweat have more than nine and a half sacks. Brandon Graham has eight and a half. Fletcher Gosh. Cox has six. That's... And Brandon Graham's been around since Jesus was born. Right? So it's like all these <laughs> guys— like the original Christmas. <laughs> exactly. So all you fear them— in terms of you running the ball against them, and you fear having to drop back against them. So in that regard, I think their front seven is more dangerous than Dallas's front seven because you fear both aspects of their of what they present. Yeah, no, I agree. But now, and you've talked about this previously, which type of pressure is tougher on a quarterback? Outside pressure and interior pressure? Interior pressure, all day. And where's the pressure coming from at Philadelphia? <laughs> oh, fudge muffins, man. It's coming right up the middle. Yeah. So, it's, it's the same reason why we talk heavily about Jonathan Hankins. Sure. Okay. Why are we going to miss him so much? Because he takes up multiple he gaps. He takes up multiple guys, man. He takes both guys. He puts their hands in their chest. He, he declares them. He, he makes them declare him all day long. Two guys. You better put two, two guys on me. Either I'm going to get in the backfield, I'm going to disrupt things, or you're going to take these two guys and I'm just going to clog everything up. Yeah. Well, they have four of him. They have four versions of him. <laughs> they literally have four versions of him. So we're sad because we're missing one. And we know how much that's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. But they have four Jonathan Hankins. Yeah. Guys that are actually rated higher than Jonathan Hankins Facts. in a lot of areas, too. I was going to say that, Kyle, but yeah. But it's true. I mean, it's how, <laughs> that's how it is. It's the yes. fact of the matter. They're good players. Yes. Now, with interior pressure coming, mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost like Game of Thrones. Winter yeah. is coming, so is the interior <laughs> pressure. Yeah, absolutely. But with, with the way that that's all going to play out on Saturday, who on the offensive line has to play their best? Everybody. Who's got to be best up front? That's what I want to. I want to answer that specifically yeah. on the other side of the break when we come back. More talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee right after this. When you build, you start with the foundation, and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over thirty-four thousand people lay the groundwork so far, with up to ten thousand dollars towards your down payment or three percent of the purchase price, whichever is less. The satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com/homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA Equal Housing Lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savanna. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to blackriflecoffee.com to join the coffee club today. 
Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys here on a beautiful Thursday. Hope everybody's having a safe and happy holiday season to this point. Which, by the way, if you want to have good representation for the NFL Fan of the Year, James Wright is your 2022 Cowboys Fan of the Year. James brings the spice to every Dallas Cowboys game, and now he needs you to help him bring it to the Super Bowl. Vote James to be given the ultimate title of NFL Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan, by casting your vote at NFL.com slash Fan of the Year. Back here with Isaiah Stanback. That's right. Chris Beam. Not no Patrick Walker this morning. He has put on. A, he's got a DNP. <laughs> Let's just say DNP, that DNP DNP full go full go <laughs> on Sunday or Saturday rather against Philadelphia. He'll be there at the stadium. He'll be doing his normal job, and I'm sure he's, he's listening. So Patrick Nosey Walker, if you if you want to prove that you're listening, mm. shoot us a text message right now. I want to see if he texts into the group message. You know what, Kyle? Today is a black rifle coffee type of day. Have you yeah? been, Have you been outside today? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it's chilly. It's definitely chilly. Have you seen what's going on tomorrow or tonight? I heard about it. I mean, I feel it. I can feel what's 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 coming on outside. Be be safe, everybody. Yeah, please be what's safe because uh, it's going. It's it's already dipped under freezing now. It's twenty seven degrees right now. It was forty when I left the That's warm. apartment this morning. The temperature by the end of the night is going to get into the single digits. I'm sorry, what was that? Yep, single digits in in is Dallas. That, is that wind chill? Uh, the wind chill is like negative sixteen. Is what it's going to be because it's going to be super windy. So yeah, hope you brought your uh, your Washington coat, your sideline coat you used with the Huskies my, up no, no, there. No, I'm going to my Boston coat now. That, yeah, the Boston other, coat. Yeah, you you're go going the other, other way. You got to go to the other side of the of the, of the closet. For okay, that. so according to the the weather app that it, it's called AccuWeather, that's the one that I've I've always used. Seven a.m. That's no, what it's going to look no, like. Gardner just got announced. No, oh, is it is it for sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. So there you go. Breaking news here on Talking Cowboys. Gardner Minshew will be the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles this week. No more gamesmanship on the way. 7 a.m. tomorrow, Isaiah. Okay. So right whenever you're you're normally leaving the house, you're getting out. Oh. 7 degrees. Real feel, which is wind chill, negative 15. Let's freaking go, man. In Texas. Yeah, shorts weather. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bowl game up here tonight. Air Force and oh, uh, no. ba- Baylor are playing in Fort Worth. Oh, that's the trash. <laughs> Sick and Bears, right? Beamer, you going? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I actually, my, my, wife, my wife actually has her company Christmas party tonight, so oh, we're going to do that. Oh, my goodness. Like, likely excuse. I need to go get some burlap for my plants. Mm, I know. Yeah, do that quickly. You better go home right after this. I know. Forget special edition. We gotta, Jeez. we gotta go. All right, let's continue previewing the Cowboys' offense up against the Philadelphia defense as they face each other coming up on Saturday. And I asked you the question before the break. You did. Which offensive lineman needs to have his best day of the year on Saturday? Is it the interior guys? One of those two guys? Okay. Three guys? Is it the tackles that need a, a bit of a rebound after a rough week in Jacksonville? Which one do you have your eye on? Uh, first, middle, last name. Okay, okay. Um, all of them. <laughs> so, so, so but you got to pick one. <laughs> if I had to pick, it has to be the interior line. Okay, it has to be the interior line because you still tr- not one. It, well, you talking about one one guy? One guy. Give me one guy. Tyler I understand Biotis. the whole Tyler offensive Biotis. line has it. Tyler Biotis. Really? Has to have the game of we his life. We haven't been talking a whole lot about Tyler. Tyler Biotis has to have the game of his life. Because you th- you think about somebody who's going to have extreme pressure on them. 
You just talked about the depth chart. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Tyler Biotis at any given time is going to have Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox. Those guys go out. Okay, oh, that's fine. Okay, mm-hmm. ne- next guys come in. Okay, Linfield Joseph <laughs> and Dominican Sue. Is that the next? Fresh, that, fresh legs, yeah. Fresh legs, okay. Those, those, that's the backups, okay? And then you're probably not going to the third string. You're probably getting those other two guys right back. So yeah. you're talking about somebody who's going to have absolute monsters on either side of him. He looks to his left, monster. He looks to his right, monster. Sometimes those monsters are going to hit both gaps, going to hit both shoulders of his. He's going to have to have his feet dug in the ground. He better have his, his dog on screw-in cleats on because he's going to have a long day. Matter of fact, y'all might want to do a GoFundMe for his massage because he's going, he's going to need it before and after the game. He's going to be challenged. And we haven't been talking a whole lot uh, about – Tyler and what he's been doing this season, partially because of the musical chairs going on around him, has been more of a topic of conversation. When you've watched him this year, how would you how would you grade out what he's done here in year three? Uh, you haven't you haven't had to talk about him, so okay. I mean that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean I think he's been doing his job, and I don't think that he's been necessarily challenged on the interior on the interior front, but he will this week. He will this week. He's going to go from, you know, just easy breezy, beautiful cover girl to now all of a sudden he's going to have to <laughs> he's going to have to figure it out because we, these guys are coming. And I didn't even mention Javon Hargrave. I mean, these guys are, man, man, yeah, I'm 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 worried. If okay. I'm worried, I'm worried on the interior line. I'm I'm going to give you some some ease to your worry. Thank here. you, sir. So back in week six, and I know they didn't have Ndamukong Sue or Linville Joseph, but. Against Philadelphia, he played 67 snaps, which is one of the tops in the entire year yeah. for for Tyler Biotish in terms of snap count. He allowed not one pressure. It. It just it, zero pressures. Beast. 100% win rate, 100% efficiency. Love it. And the blocking percentage, 100%. Love it. 26 run blocks, 41 pass blocks, blanked the Eagles in week six, which is great. That's right. Worst game he's had all year, probably Green Bay. Uh, maybe New York the second time around. He wasn't very good. Three pressures in each of those games. And then against the the, the Rams, he gave up three pressures, including two hurries in that one. I'm not, I'm he not, hasn't allowed a sack this year. I'm not as concerned in, in the passing game. Okay. I know those are, those are the analytics in, in regards to the passing game. I'm more so concerned with his ability to move these guys off the ball. Mm. And if you can't move these guys off the ball, he's already undersized. He's undersized already for his position. He is facing some of the more aggressive, larger humans in this league. Okay. And these aren't just big guys. These are guys that like to get vertical and create havoc. Every single one of these guys. Hargrave, havoc. Linville Joseph, havoc. Fletcher Cox, havoc. Big Baby Davis, probably the, 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 the lesser of all of them mm-hmm. in terms of creating havoc. He's still big figuring things out. Davis. Yeah, I call him Big not Baby the, Davis. Not the one that plays not for basketball. the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving him a new nickname. Yeah. But, his ability to get underneath these guys' pads, that's going to be an advantage. But can he move these guys in the opposite direction? And if he can't, then what is this run game? Yeah. And and he, he'll he have help with Zach Martin to his right. Facts. But if you're one-on-one with those guys, who's going to win that battle? Um, and there's not really a stat that really says there's not. pass or pass blocking versus run blocking. There's a grade on, on PFF. So for lack of a better stat, his overall grade this year is 67 in terms of pass blocking, 59 in terms of run blocking. His, his exact uh, his exact grades in week six against Philadelphia, 67 in terms of pass blocking and 59 run blocking. So it was right at his average of what he was able to do yeah. against Philadelphia in week six. So 
outside of the the front seven, where does Philadelphia challenge you defensively? Can these wide receivers get some separation, maybe help Dak Prescott get the ball out quickly in order to counteract what they do up front? Kind of the same way teams are looking at the Cowboys. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a very similar approach. I mean, the only difference is these guys have really good DBs on both sides. Darius Slay. Um, is a complete beast. We know about him, and then Bradbury. And, you know, he's he's hurt us. <laughs> he hurt us last time. Yeah. So I mean, both of these guys are are ball hawks. Both of these guys are aggressive. This is going to be a heck of a challenge for for this offense of Kellen Moore and these players. I know the Pro Bowl things just came out, but these guys are going to have to go out there and show exactly why they have the star underneath them on Madden and why they should be classified as <laughs> as as all pros in the NFL. X factors. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So and. I, uh, this is a fan question, okay. actually, that just kind of popped up on my phone. Earlier in the week, you said this is a playoff-level football game. Yes. This is playoff-level. This is going to be the toughest test the Cowboys will have prior to actually getting into Facts. the wild card or divisional round. Mm-hmm. Do you still think so with Jalen Hurts out now that that breaking news has just come down with Gardner Minshew out? Or, I mean, Gardner Minshew in for mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, who was out on Saturday. Is this still a playoff-level football game? Yes. Why is that? Atmosphere, okay. This uh, the situation uh, of what we you know both what both of these teams have on the line, and I don't think as good as Jalen Hurts is, they're still going to be able to do what they do. Mm-hmm. They're not changing their game plan because of Gardner Minshew is now the quarterback of this particular game. That alone allows for them to still be relatively dangerous. Now, had this team had a totally different style of quarterback, and now they're having to change everything, and now they can't utilize Sanders, they can't utilize Goddard, they can't utilize you know all you know AJ Brown and everybody else they have. I would say, okay, yeah, we can we can change our game plan up, but these guys are going to be able to run the same exact offense regardless of who's that quarterback, yeah. and that's why I think that even though that quarterback's not going to be as talented, these guys can still hurt you. So, and that part of that is on the defensive side of the football mm-hmm. because they're not affected at all outside of what they do, and they're still one of the best pass rushes, one of the best secondaries. I mean, you look at even the secondary for this Philadelphia team and some yeah. of the guys they have. Darius Lay's a Pro Bowler, yep. and for a reason, he's one of the best zone coverage corners and and even press corner. I mean, he does it all well. Yeah, I mean, he he's been one of the best in the league for a reason, yeah. but. Where do they challenge you outside of the quarterback position that worries you the most, offensively and defensively? Hmm. I would say their secondary. Okay, I would say their secondary with the issues that Dak even has more had. so than their front seven. Oh, I thought you said outside of that. No, outside of the quarterback position. Oh, is it the front seven? Yeah. Okay, so, so yeah. outside of the front seven yeah. now. Yeah. So outside. Since of, we talked yeah, about that enough, I mean, the reason why is because Dallas needs to run the ball to get going. Okay. That's just facts, okay? Dallas needs to run the ball to get going. If they can't run the ball to get going, now you're facing yourself in a situation where Dak's having to throw this ball 40-plus times a game. We know the results of when Dak, what happens whenever he does that. We don't like it, okay? Dak had a had a relatively good game. I don't disagree with, with Jerry Jones in his statements, okay? Dak went 23 for 30 last game. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's pretty doggone good. It's a decent okay? stat line. But unfortunately, two of those seven were interceptions. Yep. So that's what kills you. If Dak has more of those opportunities and he's forced to throw the ball and throw these guys to victory, I'm not sure that I have full confidence that they can win ball games like that. Mm-hmm. So yes, their front seven is dangerous because they don't allow you to get going and they don't allow you to get to your to your play action game if if you're if you if that's your game plan. But outside of that, if you have to sit back and throw the ball, it's not like you're you're playing against bums. These guys no. these guys will make you pay. They made us pay last time. Now people can say, oh well, there's miscommunication and that. 
Okay, there's all those things that, that took place, possibly. But these guys are still fully capable of going out there making plays, and they don't just make plays against Dallas. They've made plays against other teams as well. It's one of those things that – and Patrick said this last time uh, – but Dallas is beating themselves Thanks. in multiple areas. But what happens whenever not only are you beating yourselves, but you're playing a team that can beat you? <laughs> yeah. And, and right now, that's what you're doing. That's Thanks. what you're doing this week. It, it makes things tough going into it with or without Jalen Hurts in the fold. And right now, it is without Jalen Hurts in the fold. Breaking news, Gardner Minshew, the starting quarterback on Saturday. When we come back, we'll pick some games. We'll tell you how to win some money on DraftKings. And we've got Patrick Nosey Walker online here at Talking Cowboys. He's making an appearance when we come back right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. This week! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweets says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. All right, it is your last chance coming up this week to get your holiday photo with Santa at the Star, presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys themed cottage in the Star District across from Ascension through December 24th. So that's coming up. Coming up quick. Visit the slash Santa for more info. He's got to get back to the North Pole. Got to get back with his elves, check in, load the sleigh. Uh, the North Pole was here today. Yeah, it feels like the North Pole outside, no doubt about it. But uh, And I'm sure there are plenty of listeners up north that are saying, nope, it ain't yeah, there facts, yet. Yeah. It ain't there yet. It's coming, though. It's coming. Back here with Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam running things in the back, and we have got our very own Patrick Nosey Walker joining us from a remote location, that big smiling face back on Talking Cowboys today. Patrick, how we doing? 
I'm doing great. Uh, got the foot resting up over here. You know, limited participants, but <laughs> never DNP. Not going on IR. I'm mm-hmm. here. Let's get these plays run. I'm ready to run these routes for you, QB1. DB, DNP, DNP, DNPs, trying to get back in the fold. Trying not to <laughs> trying not to, to lose his starting job. I mean, there's nobody else in here to replace you, though, Patrick. You're irreplaceable, if we're being honest. So, Let's uh, let's get into some DraftKings and and Patrick. I'll do my best to outline what this looks like DraftKings wise. Uh, but Dak Prescott sixty one hundred is the total. Tony Pollard is seven grand. Apparently, Patrick has seen this graphic, so that's nice. CD Lamb is seventy five hundred, and the Cowboys defense and special teams unit with Pro Bowler Cavante Turpin. 2600 on the bottom of the list. You can play for free for over a million dollars with your deposit on DraftKings.com. Isaiah, I'll start with you on this one. What you got on, on the DraftKings pick them this, this week? might be the most difficult one we've had. It's pretty tough because Philadelphia is good against all of these fa- <laughs> these fantasy numbers. I'm going to go with the, with the defense and special teams. I'm going to go with Cavante Turpin for 2600 Kyle. Okay, I like it. Uh, what about Pro Bowler Tony Pollard? That's what I'm going to go with. I Ooh. think he's going to have a big game because they're going to rely on the run. They're going to s- stick to it all the way through, and he's going to test the edge. Mm-hmm. He's going to get outside. He's going to get to the numbers, and he's going to turn up field and torch the Philadelphia Eagles. Making a bold prediction. Okay. It's bold prediction time. Right. I bet he runs for 100 yards this week. Ooh. Against Josh two touchdowns. and Hassan Reddick. 100, 100 yards and two touchdowns against Philadelphia this week. Okay, let's see it, man. I would love to see that. Yep, say it with your chest here on a Thursday. Patrick, who you got on it? I'm going to say it with my chest as well. I'm going with the defense and special teams. I think Devontae mm. Turpin getting his first uh, Pro Bowl nod and as an NFL rookie, that's going to juice him up to make a big play against the Eagles. But uh, the advantage slightly goes towards the Cowboys with Jalen Hurts being more or less ruled out. I think yep. Gardner Minshew is a, a drop-off from Jalen Hurts, though he can win the game. Be careful there. But I, I'll take the Cowboys defense holding the Philadelphia Eagles offense to 275 yards of offense. Ooh. Keeping it tight. I like it, Patrick. Well done, my friend. All right, let's welcome in our fan picker this week. I do not have a standings update at the moment. I'm sorry, everybody. I don't have one. Uh, yeah, sorry, guys. I will I will tweet it out today, though. I'll tweet it out. I'll get it out there. Make sure everybody knows the update and knows the standings heading into the final week of the regular season. Final two weeks of the regular season. But let's start things off with Mike in New York. Mike, welcome back to Talking Cowboys. How's it going? What's going on, guys? Uh, so you were our second picker last year, week five, and you went a whopping five and one. I mean, you were fantastic. Can you can you follow that up, Mike? Can you, can you find a way to get it done again? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> there you go. And what part of New York are you calling from? Uh, I live in uh, I live in Hudson Valley. I live in yeah we. It's cold here too, man. It's real cold. What's the temperature? <laughs> uh, right now, actually, it's probably warmer than in Dallas. Right now, it's probably about thirty degrees. But oh, it's gonna yeah. get that's yeah. summer up there. <laughs> nah, nah, no, no. Yeah, he's saying no, thank you. All right, let's pick some games. Let's start things off. This is the Thursday night game. We never get to pick the Thursday night game, but it's actually pretty good this week. The New York Jets at home, 7-7 seven and seven, New York Jets fighting for a playoff spot. Who are they fighting against? The Jacksonville Jaguars, and that is where this one is. Jacksonville, who just knocked off the Cowboys, going on the road to try and face the Jets on a Thursday night football game tonight. Patrick, who you got? 
Jets need it badly. Jaguars riding too high after that win over the Cowboys. Give me the Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Mm, Mike, who you got up there in New York? I got I got Jacksonville. Oh, he's going to make some enemies up there. I like it. Yeah, I know. I, I, you know, it's it's just one of those things. It's, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take the Jags, too. I'm right there with you, Mike. I'm going with the Jets. Left tackle for the Jags is out for the year. Mm, Cam Robinson. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate for them. Uh, Seahawks at the Chiefs, Arrowhead Stadium. Seahawks have been playing good. Geno Smith's a Pro Bowl quarterback. How about that? And then you've got the Chiefs who struggled to get past the Texans. Can they bounce back, Isaiah? You would come to me first with this one. Yeah, I just, wanted to, I just wanted to get you Where's started. Where's it at? It's in Arrowhead. Oh, Kansas City. Yeah, going with the Chiefs, you Patrick. You want to hear me say that. Patrick, who you got? Next time, say it louder. No, I will not, (laughs) sir. Uh, Chiefs got the scare against the Texans. They're back on their grind. I'm I'm going big with the Chiefs. Yeah, give me the Chiefs big. Mike, who you got? Uh, I got the Chiefs. Chiefs Chiefs are too tough there. The KK Arrowhead, they're not going to lose. Man, the Seahawks just must be garbage, I guess, if we're picking all against against the Chiefs. So, or all with the Chiefs, I should say. All right, Giants on the road against the Vikings. Giants trying to wrap up some playoff positioning with a big win on the road up at U.S. Bank Stadium. I'm going to take the Vikings to win it. I think the Giants make it really close, though, and I think they, they get back within striking distance late, but the Vikings pull it out. Mike, who you got? I got Minnesota. Minnesota at home. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a close game. I think Minnesota's gonna. I don't know though. Yeah. Cousins, I don't. I don't know. But I. I still think Minnesota's gonna pull it off. Yeah. Hey. Hey. He picked against both New York teams up there. Isaiah, who you got? <laughs> Give me the Giants. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> Giants needed to, to remain in the playoff picture in a good seating. Uh, Minnesota is one historic comeback away from being waxed twice at home. So give me the Giants. Ooh. All right. How about this one? Cincinnati going up against New England on the road. The Bengals at the Patriots. Patrick, who you got? Uh, I don't think we'll see any more lateral plays from the Patriots. Give me New England. (laughs) New England at home against Cincinnati and Joe Burrow? Wow. That's that's what I'm taking. Said it with your chest, Isaiah. Give me the Bengals. Give me Joe Burr, because it's probably going to be pretty darn cold up there in New England. Mike? Uh, Cincinnati, yeah, Joe Burr and Chase, they're, they're, they're tough. And the way New England's playing, nah, man, I, I take Cincinnati. All right, last one. And this is I'll a, stand on that island. <laughs> this, is, this is the battle of the disappointments. Who is going to be the biggest disappointment this season? We might as well pick who's going to lose this game because it's it's more so like that. The Denver Broncos at 4-10 and ten on the road against the Los Angeles Rams, oh, also at 4-10. and ten. <laughs> uh, Two teams that had high expectations and have, safe to say, they have not lived up to those expectations <laughs> this year. Patrick, we'll start with you. I'll tell you who's going to lose, the fans. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Broncos lose this one. And, and you think about the other teams that are 4-10, and 10, Cardinals, Colts are 4-9-1, and one, but close enough. Uh, those are four teams that are all at 4-10 and 10 that just haven't played well this year but were either close to or playoff teams a year ago. I'm going to take the Broncos on the road. I think their defense is good enough to shut down the Rams offensively. And so give me give me Denver to win it at SoFi Stadium, Isaiah. Let's ride. 
gosh. <laughs> I think Russell Wilson gives them a reason to give to have hope going into next season. Ugh. I know. Gross. Uh Mike, who you got? Is he even going to play the entire uh, game? I got, I got, I actually got the Rams winning. I don't know. I don't trust Denver right now. Will, Wilson's not having a great season. And you, you the trust Rams. the Rams? The Rams is who you, you, yeah, you throw Baker Mayfield into the fold? <laughs> he's uh, actually not playing that bad, to be honest. No, he's mean. not playing that good either, Mike. He, <laughs> he's not setting the world on fire. But you know who has been setting the world on fire? Who that? A couple teams out of the NFC East. Mm. And they meet yeah, up this right. week. The Philadelphia Eagles on the road against the Dallas Cowboys. Eagles at 13-1 and with a win will wrap up the NFC first seed, the bye week, the division, all the marbles on the line for Philadelphia if they can just get a win this week. And the Cowboys at home at AT AT&T Stadium have a chance to avoid that and push it off at least one more week. We'll start with Mike, who you got this week for Cowboys and Eagles. Cowboys, man, they're Cowboys. They got to pull it off somehow. Thirty-three twenty-seven, Dallas. I mean, we don't want them winning the division at our home top. Uh-uh, no. There you go, Mike in New York, bringing the energy, bringing the passion. Thirty-three twenty-seven. He gives the score for the Cowboys over the Eagles. Mike, thanks so much. Appreciate you yeah. calling in again. We'll talk yep. to you soon. You guys have a great holiday. All righty, you too. He brings the energy. <laughs> I love it. That's that's fun, man. That's fun. Patrick, uh, we'll we'll let you continue this one. Who you got? Um, it's going to be a close one, but give me the Cowboys by ten. I, I'm taking Cowboys twenty-seven seventeen. Less offense with no Jalen Hurts on the mm-hmm. field for the Eagles. Uh, Cowboys need a bounce back desperately to send a message to the world and get ready for the playoffs. So yeah, Cowboys twenty-seven seventeen. Okay, I'm I'm actually not too far off of that. I'm going to do. With with Gardner Minshew in, it's not a huge drop off, but it is a drop off. Give me the Cowboys twenty seven. I'm trying to think of a weird score, like a weird score combination that would get us there. Uh, twenty seven twenty. I'm just gonna go with the normal one. Twenty four. Twenty seven twenty four. Cowboys get the win by three in a tight one late. A late field goal from Brett Maher enough to to distance themselves and get the win. Number eleven on the season. Isaiah, who you got? 34-24. Mm. I don't I don't know Two. if Dallas gets the run game going. Yeah. So I got to go with Philly. Okay. That's fair. I I don't blame you. I'm kind, I would kind of be sad if we didn't go at least one Philadelphia because that would make me think that the Cowboys would not pull this one out. Sorry. That's okay. I thought about picking Philly too. I really did. The the difference is about 6 I did. points. I had my split. Yeah, yeah. I want to say Dallas, but I mean, I think Jalen Hurts cost Philly six points, and the, I, I have the Cowboys winning by three. I had them losing by three against yeah. uh, if Jalen Hurts was playing. The 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 scheme is is more about scheme than it is about player over there. Sure. So I can see that, no doubt about it. But there well, you go. I had, I had Philly taking the first matchup in Philadelphia, and they did. And regardless of what was going to transpire ahead of this game, I had the Cowboys getting revenge. So just so happens what's happening is change a QB1 for this weekend. But yeah. it doesn't change the fact that the Cowboys want revenge for what took place in Philadelphia. Yeah. So Cowboys, Cowboys, have they've had this circled for quite some time. Mm-hmm. They've had this circled since that game yeah. in week six. I mean, ten weeks later down the road, they have wanted this one bad. Yeah. And so no matter what happened in Jacksonville last 
last week. I think this is a team that's going to be out to prove something heading into uh, week 16. But that's going to do it for us this week on Talking Cowboys. No shows tomorrow. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Enjoy your holiday season. Be sure to join us on pregame live, 2 p.m. Central Time, here from the Star in Frisco. And we'll be on postgame as well. Isaiah Stanback, Barry Church, Nate Newton, Haley Sutton, and the entire crew. Patrick Nosey-Walker, keep up with him on DallasCowboys.com. Chris Bean will be out there as well. Stay warm. Stay safe, everybody, throughout this holiday season. We'll catch back up with you on Monday to break it down, win or lose, for the Dallas Cowboys. For Bean, for Isaiah, for Patrick, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the Star in Frisco. We'll see you next week on Talking Cowboys. been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!